0: Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time and each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome. Today, we are gonna talk about three Reasons your business vision may be holding you back, and what to do instead. I talked about vision and how to create it last week, so you can always go back and listen to that. And I talked about as entrepreneurs, we've all heard how important it is to have a vision. We are visionary by nature, and most of us cannot help but dream up an extraordinary vision for our business and our personal lives. Yet often, these big dreamy visions actually hold us back. I've seen it time and time again. Someone declares they want a seven-figure business, a big house, tons of travel, perfect relationships, only to go a full year without achieving or getting closer to any of those dreams. They continue to chase shiny objects, often self-sabotaging, or simply shifting a tiny bit towards the vision but not taking any massive leaps. Today, I'm going to dive into these three reasons that this happens and talk about how you can avoid making these mistakes so you can create the vision that truly motivates you and allows you to step into the amazing vision you have for yourself and for your business. Are you ready? Really quick though, before we dive in, If this is your first episode of the Legacy Lounge, I want to take a moment to welcome you and to let you know that this podcast is an experience. So you'll probably want to have a pen and paper handy. Each episode is useful on its own, yet it's also part of a series for each month. This episode is the second in a series about vision. And again, vision is talked about so much. I'm talking about Something different here. We are talking about a legacy vision and also how to create a vision that won't hold you back. So make sure you subscribe and come back each Monday. And if you do, you'll have a full understanding on how to create and reach your own legacy vision. All right, let's get started with the number one reason your business vision may be holding you back. It is. Your vision may not be super clear, and it actually is creating confusion and chaos. Perhaps you have a vision for your company, yet no one else can see it. Maybe your family is not fully on board, or your team is not super pumped to help you make your goals. Maybe you're not even sure what your own vision is, even though you have one. Most likely, your vision is simply in your head, though, and you haven't fully got it out yet or you have, yet people seem to not get as excited as you are about it. I kept seeing this phenomenon first in my corporate career as a creative director, when even Fortune 500 clients like Adidas had a hard time getting their employees to buy into the big long-term vision for the company. This is when I really started to do some research. It was one of the problems that companies would come to us for because what's the point of making a brand if no one was on board, right? We'd often with these really big companies like Adidas, we'd be creating sub-brands of course, the main brand already existed. But if the team that was creating it and developing wasn't on board, it was never going to succeed. During my research, I stumbled upon this paper published in the Academy of Management journal where Professor Carton and Brian J. Lucas from Cornell University looked at how leaders craft vision statements and specifically why some are more powerful than others. The authors found evidence that suggests that more concrete a vision statement is, the more effectively it can inspire, which makes sense. Yet research has shown that leaders often take the opposite approach, creating vision statements full of abstract terms. The effect is what authors call the blurry vision bias, or what I like to call fluff. The professors go on to say that speculating abstractly allows for some flexibility with an unknown future. However, this communicates generalities and vagueness to others. So this is why oftentimes people don't buy in. If you use a lot of fluff, they're not really understanding what you're saying. And this is true throughout all messaging in your brand, but it starts always with your vision. It's not very motivating because it's not emotionally appealing and it stifles the coordination between the teams because different people have a different understanding of what we aspire to achieve in the future. I'm going to be going into this too in the future. Next month, we're going to be focusing on values on the podcast. This also is so true for values. Anyways, the researchers further found that incorporating visual imagery doesn't necessarily make a vision statement more powerful unless it's done properly. So we want it to be emotional appealing. We want to create a vision, but it needs to be done properly. When people are told to focus on different types of words, they're actually using the part of their mind that involves logical analytical thinking rather than the part of their mind that stimulates the world in graphic terms is what these two professors discovered. This is key for us because many entrepreneurs are visual creatures and speak in visual terms. And on top of this, we know from, say, conversion, copywriting, and branding that emotions are what people truly resonate with, right? So two simple yet difficult-to-achieve elements must be present to create a successful vision statement. Specificity and also engaging. If it's too generic, it just becomes like rhetoric. And if it's not something a team can embrace as their own, it becomes ignored. And this is even true for yourself. If you create something that's full of fluff, it's not going to truly inspire you. So with this new data, we shifted the way we developed vision statements with all the clients back when I was working in corporate, even changing vision statements that had been used for years within substantial companies like IHG Hotels, who own about 20 different popular hotel chains. We also developed an internal program for employees that communicated the vision succinctly and had graphics installed in the back of the house, which is code for the areas of the hotel that we consumers never see. The program was a hit, employee retention and happiness soared throughout the company. So you're probably thinking, okay, this makes sense, Tiffany, but what am I supposed to do? I'm not running a Fortune 500 company here. Most likely, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a solopreneur, a small or medium business owner. So the good news is that this this same trick works for solopreneurs and small and medium-sized businesses. I've taken my knowledge of working with corporate brands and integrated them into online businesses. It is true that there are a lot of differences between the two and we need to treat our brands accordingly. Most of us in the entrepreneurial online space have personal brands where these large corporations have to have buy-in from shareholders, the board, the employees, the C-suite, all these different people. But there's also a ton of overlap between what we can follow and what works for the big brands can often work and will help you set yourself up for success and stand out from the crowd. So I'm going to let you in on the big secret. The primary technique we as leaders can use to tap into that logical and analytical part of the mind that we were speaking about just a moment ago is something called mental time travel. This is where we ask people to psychologically project forward in time and imagine getting out of a time machine, for instance, not literally, but this is where we want them their headspace to be and to be looking at the world around them. How has the world changed now that people are impacted by the product or service you created? Rather than creating a fluffy statement like, we aim to make the world a better place through our innovative services, you take yourself on a journey into the future and describe the vision from that place. Because that statement could literally be coming from any business. It's pure fluff. So one example is the difference between our goal is to make you happy again Isn't that the goal of pretty much every business in some form? Change that to our aim is to put a smile on your face. Now, it's really going to the same place, but it's unique to you. And of course, you describe how you're doing that as well. What is the actual outcome and feeling that you want to achieve? Not only for yourself, but your team and your clients. That's what you want to put into the vision. On a separate note, for those of you who do not have a team yet, I've talked about this before, your vision, however, should include one and it should be created with them in mind because if your team is not on board with your vision and that vision is not clear, you will have no concrete buy-in from them. I'm saying this from experience and it's not always pretty. If you truly want a team that's loyal and is excited about your business as you are, this is the key. And you want to start it now, even if you don't have a team, because as you grow and as you evolve, they will want to join you in your vision. All right. That was a long one, but I really wanted that first point to hit home. Now let's go into Number two, the second reason why your vision might be holding you back. It's simply you might have a vision, but you're not executing. If this is the case, you will feel defeated and getting to that vision will take so much longer, or you might never even get there. This is where I love to talk about the law of attraction, which I totally believe in and practice myself. So if you've seen the movie The Secret, It's super cool and motivating, and if you've never heard about the law of attraction or the secret, I highly recommend that you look it up, but I'm not going to go deep into that right now because that's like a whole different episode, so look it up and come back, but for those of you who are with me and like attracts like, so most likely you're aware of what I'm talking about, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're into personal development, let's keep going. It's amazing, right, the movie, The Law of Attraction, but the movie itself has a massive flaw, in my opinion. They make it seem like you can simply sit on your couch, dreaming your vision into existence. What they fail to really drive home is the fact that the clear intention, of course, is needed, but what really brings the vision to reality is action. Vision should be an important part of your success as a leader, but only if you push forward with that vision. I love this quote by Nelson Mandela that sums it up way better than I could. Action without vision is only passing time. Vision without action is merely daydreaming, but vision with action can change the world. Pretty darn solid. Okay, so why are both action and vision important? seems pretty obvious, right? Like, I feel like we all know this, but I can't tell you how often I see people doing one or the other of those first things. So you've probably seen someone rushing around at the last moment trying to get something done, but not really having any kind of plan or idea what they need to do or how they should do it. That's the first part of the quote, and it's a real waste of time and energy. Sometimes you have to step back and plan. On the other hand, you've probably seen someone who won't get up and do anything, but they have these magnificent plans for how they could, if they ever decided they wanted to, accomplish nearly anything. That is the second part of the quote. And even if it's written on paper, it still is just a daydream. Neither of the methods above are very useful or interesting, and they certainly won't change much, and they're definitely not going to change the world. And if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you do want to have a positive effect on the world around you. If not, be an instigator of massive change. So again, I realize this might be some common sense, but it's so common And another thing that I wanted to bring up here was I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs who are trying to build a business, which brings me to yet another amazing quote by none other than Yoda. There is no try, only do or do not. So I get really excited about talking about this stuff if you haven't noticed. And so this is a little bit of tough love here. And if you're hearing this and feeling like, shit, I really have this big vision, but I haven't been taking enough action or I haven't been taking the right action, this is a wake-up call and maybe you're taking action, but there's so many shiny objects and you're doing this course and reading this book and doing all these things, remember that education is not implementation. So often I see so many entrepreneurs that keep learning rather than doing the work that does and moves the needle. So as I mentioned before, we need to do the work and stay laser focused. And if you want to change something bigger, you'll need more planning and more effort. Your vision will guide you in your planning as well as help you see when your action is taking you off course. You know, that's another thing that I think is a little bit rampant in the online world. If I'm super transparent is, you know, how you can become rich overnight. And I'm not saying it's not true. Like I did it pretty darn quickly. I built my business really quickly. However, it's like this thing where you can sit on the beach and do it quickly. And I'm all about that. Like I'm taking two months off during the summer and having a sabbatical. And that's amazing. But a lot of those people have been 10 years in business and they're laying low now, there's still times that you need to show up and do the work. There is effort. So get off my soapbox there. (laughs) But once you have what I like to call a legacy vision, a plan to provide direction and some action to provide thrust, you will finally take off like a rocket towards your destination. And this doesn't mean that all the work has to be hard either. That's really a limiting belief that I worked through myself is like, I have to work so hard to make this happen. So I'm not telling you, you have to like wear your knuckles down either, but you have to do the work. And in case you missed my last episode, the very first episode in this series about vision, make sure you go back and listen. It's episode six, as I cover what a legacy vision is and how to create one. Then make a plan and take this massive action and you will get to your vision way faster than you ever thought possible. All right, last but not least, the third reason why your vision may be holding you back is your vision is too big or too rigid. So in that last episode, I'm kind of being a little bit paradoxical here because I said to make your vision grand... And really stretch yourself and make this extraordinary dream and vision. But there is sometimes that your vision could be too big. We'll get there in a moment. But first, I want to talk about risk. Every business owner has to take risks at some point. Truly, just the beginning of creating a company or a business is a risk in and of itself, Though you might feel that you are calculated in your creation of your business, it is a risk. And the truth is, every company might fail, and yours could have or may fail also. But it also has the chance to flourish and be extremely successful. You probably started with a vision of what you wanted your company to be, but that doesn't mean you need to stay in that vision. Instead, it's value to take risks and evaluate the results as you go along. And some risks might be to branch out into other markets, to improve or change your product or service, or to move even to a different customer base. All of these changes might seem to indicate that you've made a mistake of some sort in your business planning, but this is far from the case. Instead, by taking risks, you will find that you're able to adapt more to the changes in your market. I mean, look around us. Things are changing in light speed, especially with technology. We need to be innovators and adapters quickly. So if you were to sell horses and buggies right back in the day, but you saw the market beginning to branch out into cars, You probably wouldn't stick to just what you were selling because it was your initial vision. And the people that did, I think we all know what happened. So, even great ideas need to adapt and change. And we've seen this so many times over the course of the years. Like Kodak, the inventor of the original digital camera worked at Kodak, tried to sell it to Kodak, and they passed. They're like, nope, we're good. We believe in film because they were so set on their vision. So what did that guy do? He went over to Fujifilm, sold the idea, and the rest is history. Kodak basically failed, right? Or they didn't nearly grow as much as they could have now in the digital space. So we have to keep innovating and evolving. And if you look at your vision as set in stone, you may miss opportunities for something even more amazing to unfold. We really... Often hold ourselves back. Bigger visions allow you to get started. You can look at your dream, see if you're taking steps to move towards it, and then pat yourself on the back each time you succeed, right? We as entrepreneurs do not celebrate our wins often enough, myself included. It's like, okay, done, move on. So That's the other cool thing about visions is you may hit your goals even faster than you realized, and then there's time for a new vision. But in the meantime, you might be missing out on opportunities that are happening right now. Oftentimes, we're so focused on those end goals and that big vision that we're not seeing the forest through the trees and what's unfolding through us right now. You might be missing out on the chance to do something truly unique and amazing, all because you don't want to upset the status quo. You might stop being relevant to your customers because only focusing on the bigger picture doesn't necessarily take into the account the needs of clients today. Think about that one. So the other thing is bigger visions that I talked about earlier. Isn't bigger better? Well, of course, in many cases, bigger is better, but bigger visions that are too strict and too unflinching will get you into trouble. Again, I've studied this stuff and I know it's true. You need to keep in mind right now that your bigger vision is simply starting point for the race towards your dreams and towards your success, but it's not the finish line. In fact, Your bigger idea and dream should change from the time that you begin your company. You've learned more and you've grown. And while you might believe that your first idea is your best idea, the truth is the world around you changes every day. You change every day. Your business changes every day. Your clients and ideal clients change every day. To assume that nothing will change because you don't want it to, is ignoring the reality of business. Starting with a big vision is great at the start. And I encourage all my clients to do that. You have to start somewhere. And that vision is how we start to develop your brand. But as you grow and learn from your experience, your market, it's time to change things up. It's time to realize that the vision you have right now might be the one you need to hold on to the hardest until the next change comes tomorrow. My last thought for you today, you may have heard, but it's worth repeating. If a ship is traveling a long distance, it must stay on course the entire time. Otherwise, it can get off course by thousands of miles, even if it was only one degree off from the beginning. Unless there is a purposeful rerouting any deviation from the original coordinates can be disastrous. The irony is that the ship can be thousands of miles off track and you may not even know it because the scenery is so familiar. That's right, friends. You may be or could end up way off course because you are so set on your vision. But one simple thing can save you from going thousands of miles off course. It's simply a yearly recalibration. A yearly sit down to recalibrate your vision will do the trick. This is what I suggest to all my clients and what I do myself. Fine tune where you are heading the ship and you will surely reach your destination. So to recap, If you truly want to make sure that you avoid these three things that may or could be holding you back from your amazing vision, number one was to create a clear vision using mental time travel and to create a succinct statement. If you need more help in this area, go back to episode six for more support. Number two was making sure you actually take massive action and stay laser focused on your vision. No trying and no partaking in all the shiny objects that do not align with your vision. And number three is course correct. Do not get so caught up in your vision unfolding exactly as you create it, or you may miss opportunities that are right in front of you and that may be even better than the vision you created for yourself. Often we limit ourselves by creating a vision that is too small or create a vision so massive that our subconscious does not believe it's possible and we end up self, self-sabotaging. self I hope this episode provided you with some new useful information and tools to be inspired on your journey. Stay tuned as we have two more powerful episodes coming every Monday in this vision series. One with an amazing legacy leader who's going to share her vision for leaders and inspire you to do the same. And to wrap up, I'll guide you on a vision visualization to truly integrate all of the learnings in this series. You are not going to want to miss this one. Thank you for being here. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?